Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Certainly made news on Thursday. Congressman Dean Phillips, representing Minnesota's 3rd Congressional District, joined Chad Hartman on Thursday. And you can hear the entire interview at our website, wccradio.com. But the big headline out of their conversation was, I have respect for Joe Biden, but I think it's time for a generational change. Age certainly became a factor. Congressman Phillips said that Joe Biden's probably too old to run uh, for re-election in 2024. And joining us to discuss this age issue in politics is Professor Larry Jacobs from the University of Minnesota, Humphrey, the School of Public Affairs. And Larry, good to visit with you. I hope you're doing well. I'm great, um, and it's good to talk to you again. Yeah, and uh, Chad's interview with Congressman Phillips certainly raised eyebrows because there has been talk. Is Joe Biden too old to run for re-election in 2024? And uh, here is a sitting congressman, a Democrat, that says yes. Uh, we, we need generational change. We need younger leaders. We need, to paraphrase, new blood. You know, I, I'm a little uncomfortable with the the kind of sweeping characterization of his age. I think uh, it'd be more helpful if the congressman focused on decisions or um, performance that he thinks is, is lacking. Uh, simply to say there's like a an age limit this has gone to the Supreme Court in terms of age discrimination, and I, I just don't find it very compelling. Yeah, it, it, it did raise a lot of eyebrows, but there, but there are concerns out there, and it, it, it's come up. Um, should there be lifetime appointments, for instance, to the Supreme Court? I know that there, there's political background to that, of course, but, but nevertheless, life expectancies have changed a great deal, and and maybe this idea of lifetime appointments, for instance, to the Supreme Court are a bit antiquated. Yeah, I mean, in Minnesota, there's a 70-year uh, limit. When you hit that, um, judge, justices are um, retire, and there's a new appointment and an election. So that does happen. But I think with, with the President of the United States, the voters decide, um, and it's based on the philosophy, the track record, the the um, agenda that the presidents bring forward. Joe Biden brought forward an agenda, and he's in the process of of pursuing it. And obviously, plenty has um, gone awry, as it does with most presidents. But you know, he is in office. He is traveling and and performing his duties. I, I don't I don't really understand why age is being singled out here. And, and I would just add, I think the broader context here is it is very common two years into a presidency for concerns about midterm election losses and then um, almost predictably questions about whether we need a new president or not. And I would say this fits into that pattern. Um, and it's not about age. It's about kind of the politics 
of a midterm election in which the in party is almost certainly going to lose seats in the House of Representatives. Yeah, and and the the balance of power in the Senate is certainly up for grabs as well. There's a lot of key battleground states, and that that is coming up quite quickly. The, these midterm elections, and by all accounts, in, in the polling that. The Democrats are in trouble, and the polls really don't lie. The approval ratings for President Biden are low, and there are a number of reasons for that. Right, and I think that, to me, that is a more you know kind of sound and and reliable way to talk about um, President Biden's performance. Uh, we don't have to go to age, um, you know. And I would say, obviously, every president who serves has to deal with the. Um, the challenges, the surprises that fall them. Uh, we go back to uh, President George W. Bush, the 9/11 attacks. I mean that sure. that obviously uh, was a tragedy for the country, but it was came out of nowhere. And for Joe Biden, he's had a whole slew of of unexpected uh, challenges and disasters, including the war in Ukraine. And you're seeing the president's approval ratings being impacted by some of the consequences to that. Um, on the other side, I don't know how many presidents in the Democratic Party could have pulled together the the uh, coalition and potential support for this new climate bill that Joe Manchin just signed on to. I mean, you need a president with kind of the gravitas that he can he can do that with sitting members who disagree profoundly. Professor Larry Jacobs joining us from the University of Minnesota on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline, and it came up in Congressman Phillips' conversation with Chad Hartman. You can hear that entire interview at our website, WCCRadio.com, and age coming up. He brought up a a bigger picture, though, about leadership. Nancy Pelosi, um, and and on the other side of the aisle, Republican leaders, former President Donald Trump, uh, still uh, a, a force in American politics. Um, they they are getting up there in age, but but Larry, isn't that more or less uh, always how it's been that that there have been uh, older Americans that have held a, a great deal of power in American politics throughout our history? Sure, and you know we've had. Uh Younger leaders also rise to those positions. We've had, you know, Barack Obama, and and before him, George W. Bush, and before him, Bill Clinton, who were on the younger side of things. Um, So I don't don't have a sense at this point that we're kind of locked in with an older set. I think it's really about rising to the occasion in a very difficult moment. Um, And I think we've seen the primaries for president, um, new leaders trying to break through. And that's the way you do it. You run for office. Yeah, there's also, I I think, any time entrenched power, uh, people that have served, Chuck Grassley comes to mind down in Iowa, ultimately, that some of these people bring bring to mind that, you know, our term limit's a good idea. There's a strict term limit for president of the United States, two terms, that's it. Um, what, what are your thoughts on that? I'm sure over the years, Larry, you've studied this question a great deal because it does come up from time to time, you know, the, the value of, of having term limits for, for Congress and Senate, et cetera. 
Yeah, I mean, term limits, um, I think, are certainly, um, you know, a, 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 an option, and there's a lot of conversation about it. The flip side of this that doesn't get as much attention is you've got people who are in office who develop, you know, tremendous expertise. You may not like Nancy Pelosi or Mitch McConnell, but, you know, for their teams, they're phenomenal leaders. Um, and their level of expertise across a number of policy areas is 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 substantial. Um, you know, here you've got a case of Nancy Pelosi, who may be going to Taiwan, despite the urgings of uh, Joe Biden's administration um, and threats from China. They need someone with a lot of experience, as Pelosi has from serving on the House Intelligence Committee to have the understanding and, frankly, the guts to potentially be going through with that meeting. So I, I think there's be said for seasoned leaders as well. Um, in, in this midterm, you talked about some of the drains on uh, the popularity of President Biden and uh, the, the low approval ratings, uh, the ripple effects of the war on Ukraine, certainly other factors. But But there's a couple of other things that, make this difficult to predict as well the continuing work of the january 6 committee and then also uh the abortion issue uh, could could very much be a wild card and races all over the country this fall i think there is some questions uh particularly about the races in the u.s senate because you've got uh some of those republicans who are running for re-election or have retired uh, come from states that were won by Joe Biden, such as in Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, and elsewhere. Um, on the other hand, you've got Democrats running in states that were won handily by Republicans, such as in Georgia. So I would say the U.S. Senate possibly a toss-up, and so whatever you know, I would say, you know, relatively small impact that the abortion decision would have, um, you know, three months from now. Um, you know, that can make a difference in those close races. But I think in the U.S. House, it's, it's virtually a done deal at this point that the um, Democrats are going to be losing in net enough that they're going to be in the minority. Um, and we can go into why that's going to happen. But I think there, that's, that's going to be a place where Democrats are, are going to lose power. All right. Well, Larry, always good to visit with you. Thanks uh, for the time today uh, here on News Talk, A3OWCCO. And, and I brought it up earlier in the program. Uh, here we are at the end of July. The summer goes so quickly, all too quickly. And there he is, Professor Larry Jacobs from the University of Minnesota. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.